The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. It's time now for Tennessee Valley Spotlight. Now here's your host, Allie Turner. Good morning, everybody. It is an absolutely gorgeous morning, and um, I've been at it since early. And a couple of things have already happened in our beautiful Berg that I want to tell you about. The first is that, uh, and you know, when you make an alliance, you want to make sure that you're being allied with people that have the same values and the same approach to things. And that's one of the best things about living in Athens Limestone County is that for the for the most part, that really is how people are. And so we have a number of excellent organizations that are interested in economic development, but not just economic development for the sake of economic development. If you don't grow well, you create problems for yourself, and you don't actually end up causing the local coffers or building jobs or anything else to be uh, an actuality because you haven't grown well. And I can say, from having observed, uh, up close and personal, shall we say, that we really do have a county commission and a city hall and community leaders, both in terms of government and com- and economic development, that I believe really do want Athens to become the jewel of North Alabama. So to that end, what I got to do this morning was attend a declaration. Uh, Mayor Ronnie Marks was there and Chairman Colin Daly, as well as representatives, the heads from the Limestone County Department of Economic Development, Main Street Chamber, And what they're going to do is they're all coming together to make an allowance. Now, they're all still three separate organizations, but they decided that if they collaborated more, they could probably get a whole lot more done. Simple concept. And so there was a declaration read this morning under one of my favorite trees that's on the courthouse lawn with the intent of making a change, doing some reorganization so that these these separate organizations maintain their autonomy but have abilities to work together on a whole new level. So that was a lot of fun. Then after that, if and there's still time to go if you want to go, today is the grand reopening of the Senior Center on Prior Street. And I am telling you the... the, the refresh you know there's that there's a particular um fast food somewhat healthy fast food national outlet that has had an ad campaign that says you gotta refresh to be fresh and so i'm gonna borrow from that and say they have really refreshed the senior center and it's beautiful the, there's new flooring, there's new carpet, there's been new paint, there's been a new roof, there's been fiber optics laid. And they're having a party this morning with, oh man, music that made me miss my parents. Old stuff from the 40s, things that are appropriate. You know, there was even someone to watch over me. I mean, it was like, oh, oh. so they are going to be having all kinds of events for seniors, not exclusively for seniors. Um, the hope is that Poke Salad's going to be able to be back next year. We'll have to see. Uh, and Amy Golden, who works for the city and uh, is just has a tremendous heart for seniors, is going to be over at the center four mornings a week just to help things get reorganized as far as rentals. I mean, you know what? I I went all the way through. I went to places in the senior center that I have never been. If you were going to have a a bridal shower or a small wedding, um, you could have a ceremony, you could have a small reception. The the place is beautiful. The paint is perfect. And, you know, it was, for those of you who don't know about the history of the senior center, it was originally an armory. And it was built during the New Deal. 
And I'm pretty sure it was a WPA Works Progress Administration um, building. And you know, <laughs> you know, how you can tell those by the fireplaces. They all had the most amazing stone fireplaces. They found one in the Scout House that had been paneled over. Had no idea that the um, wonderful fireplace was there. Discovered that when they were remodeling that. And the armory is the same way. There is a room on the east side. It's kind of a parlor. Has a beautiful stone fireplace with stones that were collected um, in our area. So if you've been there, around three sides, you've got, or excuse me, two sides, you've got in the main room where poke salad uh, is held, you've got these gorgeous stones and so the armory has the armory was converted into the Council on Aging, the senior center. We have several of them. And the whole kitten caboodle is being reorganized. The city owns the building and they are working with the Foundation on Aging. And today is the We're Back party. So I really want to encourage you to go. There's Miss Shirley Smith at the door. And Miss Shirley Smith is one of the greeters of greeters. She's had a job several places being a greeter. And folks are there that got the job done, and there are refreshments. And coming up on the 10th, I believe, is a big activity day. So if you haven't been there, just know that it's clean, it's new, it looks wonderful. And I'm looking forward to seeing that building used a lot because it is one of the wonderful things about our county. Okay, now, I want to tell you one more story. This is a shout-out to Deegan Wilder. Deegan Wilder is married to Christy Wilder, who is from Tanner. Deegan was born and raised in Decatur. And Christy is related through shirt tail to the late, great Jerry Barksdale. And they were great friends. And Deegan would come back here into the area. He would see Athens Now. Jerry would be being printed in it. And he began to read the, read the paper and he fell in love with it. And he told Christy when they were working and he was working for Boeing, he told Christy that he wanted to work for Athens Now one day. So he retired from Boeing at the age of 70, called me up and said, how can I help get Athens Now's message out. And this was at the beginning of COVID, you guys. So the guy volunteered to deliver, because what we had to do was keep the same amount of papers being printed, we felt, in order to keep Times Daily going in Decatur, excuse me, Florence. And people came out of the woodwork to volunteer to deliver the paper. I don't know if you knew this, but I'm giving a shout out to to Deegan, to Beverly Tarpley, to former county commissioner Gary Daly. They all came out to help deliver the paper and keep Athens now afloat during what could have very easily been a shutdown. And then a couple of weeks ago, Deegan got hired back by Boeing to help in the South region with um He's logistics and parts and that kind of thing. And so I just wanted to say a deep thank you, not just to him, but to everybody who helped during that time. And I'm hoping by the grace of God that that season is behind us and that we have better days to look forward to, even if things are a little kooky. And we'll talk about that when I get back. And Deegan, if you're listening, thank you, sir. I think you probably saved our turkey bacon. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show on WKAC 1080. And we'll be back in a jiff. Severe weather can strike the Tennessee Valley at any time. Be prepared. Stay alert. Sign up now for the free Alabama Safety Net program, the smart way to get instant severe weather messages straight to your mobile device or computer. And best of all, it's free. Safety Net only sends messages when storms are in the areas you set up. Sign up today at WKAC1080.com and be better prepared for tomorrow. Alabama Safety Net from Barron Services and WKAC1080.com. 
fresh, delicious variety. That's the Jiffy Food Store number two difference. Jiffy Food Store number two on Highway 31 loves fresh and premium natural ingredients. Jiffy number two slices all their meats and cheeses daily. Salads and sandwiches are prepared fresh. Their very own in-house chef, Don, slow cooks their pork for eight hours, then delivers a Texas-style pulled pork sandwich you have to try to believe. Jiffy number two has the usual convenience store items in your favorite made-from-scratch breakfast biscuits and sandwiches, along with fried and barbecued chicken, chicken tenders, livers, wings, JoJo's, and a host of fresh-made sandwiches, salads, and desserts. Stop by for lunch and try their pintos and cornbread. And during the cold weather months, don't forget to try their fresh homemade stews and soups. Jiffy Food Store number two, Highway 31, a proud supporter of our community. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Tell us what you think by calling 232-6828. We're back now with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner. And <laughs> I want you to put your tinfoil hat on because this, this is just really too difficult to even be able to believe. And so stick with me. Most of you know that Elon Musk did something rather remarkable, and that was he single-handedly purchased Twitter. And I am going to, I'm just going to, this is conjecture, but I think that Elon being able to um, get Twitter is something that it could very well just, it, it it might just save the republic, and let me explain to you why. I um, I am not a Twitter fan, and I understand that social media is something that has become a very important part of communication and commerce and business and all all that sort of thing. But I I just uh, to me. Um, it's everybody thinking that they're important sometimes. I'm not saying it's awful. I'm just saying I'm not a big fan. But I am extremely glad that Elon purchased it, managed to get through all of the um, counter things that employees and stockholders and the powers that be uh, tried to do to block it. And it may just help uh, it might be what broke the logjam as far as the American people having their First Amendment rights totally uh, curtailed in certain parts of the country with regard to certain parts of your political beliefs, etc., etc. Okay, where am I going with this? Elon did what nobody thought could happen, and I am hoping that people on both sides of the aisle, both whatever your p- political persuasion can be can actually come to the point to where they rejoice because of the effect that it has on having the First Amendment as written and as intended preserved. Freedom of expression. That is what is your constitutional right. Okay, so here's the tinfoil hat part. And I, I'm sorry. It sounds like a really bad Saturday Night Live skit or, or something. But the Biden administration announced that they have created a new position that is part of Homeland Security, and it is, wait for it, the Disinformation Governance Board. Yep, you heard it right. Disinformation Governance Board. And what they, (laughs) I'm sorry. Can you say 1984? For those of you that understand the reference to 1984, but have never actually read the book, in 1984, which of course, that's where we get the the reference to Big Brother, and Big Brother is watching you. (laughs) In 1984, there was a government entity 
a government bureau, if you will, that was called the Ministry of Truth. And the job of the Ministry of Truth basically was to brainwash the populace. And so here we have this woman, and um, she's, you know, she's not somebody that I would want to have speak at a Girl Scout troop. She put on a skit where she sang a song to Santa about, and I'm sorry, please forgive me for a moment, I'm going to... I'm going to infer something quite coarse to where she had done everything, including effing her way all the way to the top. And Santa, basically, why won't you give me what I want? And now, I understand that we've had a real coarsening of our culture in the last few years, but um, that is not somebody that I want to come and talk to kids and make them want to be a part of government. And this particular woman's name is Nina Jankowitz. Nina Jankowitz. And she will head the Department of Homeland Security's, wait for it, Disinformation Governance Board. Disinformation, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Governance Board. It's not funny. I'm laughing to keep from crying. Okay. So, Homeland Security Secretary is a fellow by the name of Alejandro Mayorkas. I don't know who this guy is. I, I'm not familiar with him at all. But what he said the purpose of this particular board is, is that it would tackle disinformation ahead of the November midterms, particularly in Hispanic communities. Now, most of you know, I lived in Mexico for two years in Mexico. My husband and I lived in Ciudad Juarez at an orphanage, and we started a school there for the kids. And we lived and loved being there, even though it was the middle of the cartel. It was dangerous. It was crazy. But we loved it. And I'm going to tell you, if I were Hispanic, I would be so, on the one hand, nervous, and perhaps, on the other hand, offended that my government... The United States of America feels that what it needs to do is take taxpayer dollars and pay for a board, a committee, a department, whatever you want to call it, to target Hispanic communities just before the midterm elections. I would feel like I was being treated kind of like an ignoramus, like I can't figure out what disinformation is, and being targeted as a community before the midterm elections in November is so bold that I, I, I haven't seen any pushback yet. I'm sure there's pushback from conservatives. But can you imagine if there were any other community in our culture? And please remember, our culture is the grandest experiment of all times because its premise was out of many, one. That is e pluribus unum. What does that mean? That... Everybody who comes to America for the purpose of religious freedom, for the purpose of political freedom, for the purpose of education, and who wants to be a part of this grand experiment, according to the Constitution, we are all created equal and we have been given rights that have been given to us by God and no one else. Okay? 
So we know that we have, in America, we have a European community that's white. We have a Hispanic community that comes from Spain as well as Mexico, Central America, and South America. We have an Asian community that comes from every possible Asian country. We have an African community that is of African origin. We have a Middle Eastern community, people who have wanted to come and think freely and work hard and get an education and be a part of this. We have a First Nation community. And I'm probably leaving somebody out. But does anybody else think, okay, red flag, warning Will Robinson, ding, 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 woot, 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 to target Hispanic communities just before the November midterm elections and have a woman who is being touted as the queen of disinformation who is so, shall we say, coarse that she feels free launching into cyberspace a song about sleeping her way to the top that's directed towards Santa and wants to know why she doesn't get all the presents that she wants. I mean, guys, this is really, really bad. The Board of Disinformation, can you say, the Ministry of Truth. I would say, if you are of any color or of any cultural group, you need to register your distaste for such a blatantly racist committee. Can you imagine if it were 50 years ago in the middle of the civil rights community and there was a disinformation board that was designed to target black communities before the midterms? Everybody who had any sense of the Constitution would have been up in arms. So my question is, why isn't anybody so far pushing back on this? I hope that they will, and I hope that you'll be a part of pushing back on this. Now, I've got a couple of minutes before we go to the news, so I want to make yet another plea for you to go online and get information with regard to the showing of Dinesh D'Souza's film that clearly proves that the presidential election was stolen. It's called 2,000 Mules. There are uh, theaters in our area where it's going to play. Uh, By our area, I mean in Alabama. And you can also purchase the DVD or you can um, order it and watch it live stream. So please go online to 2000mules.com. Take a look at your options there and take the time to educate yourself. What's going to happen as a result of this? I do not know. I would like to see full accountability be paid for doing something as egregious as taking away the fundamental right of Americans to have vote votes and elections that are free and clear and clean. That's something that our founders paid for dearly. And it's something that we should protect. We should not just kind of shrug our shoulders and go, okay, next time. No, there need to be things in place to where machines and malfunctions and cyber stuff and people stuffing ballot boxes and all that kind of thing cannot happen again. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. And when we come back, Benjamin Harris... Excuse me, Benjamin Harris' son, who is running for District 2, State House, Alabama, is going to be my guest, and we're going to talk about all kinds of things. Come back in five. We'll see ya. First, we gave you online streaming. Next, there were our phone apps. Then came Alexa and Google. 
Now WKAC gives you Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Use your existing smartphone apps to safely stay in touch and focused while you're driving. Calling, messaging, navigation, listening to your favorite music, and more. All hands-free in compatible vehicles. Just go to WKAC1080.com for details. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. More ways to keep you connected from 1080 WKAC. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. This is an Alabama Legacy Moment. Originally designated as a postal route in 1806, the old federal road stretched through the Creek Indian Territory of Lower Alabama. Alabama's federal road functioned as a major thoroughfare for western migration into the Old Southwest, ushering in a new era of national expansion and exploitation of Native American territory. Although much of the federal road has disappeared, portions of it remain today. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and this station. COVID-19 hospitalizations remain low in Alabama. This is YHN News. I'm Scott Chambers. There are 52 Alabamians hospitalized with the virus as of Friday. 228 new cases of COVID were reported in Alabama on Friday, bringing this year's caseload to 374,397. There were six additional deaths reported in the state, bringing Alabama's death toll this year to 2,828. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey will not be meeting President Joe Biden during his visit to the Yellowhammer State tomorrow. The governor says she has prior commitments and confirms she will not be in Troy when the president visits. President Biden is scheduled to visit the Lockheed Martin plant in Troy on Tuesday to see missiles being sent to Ukraine to defend against the Russian invasion. Governor Kay Ivey takes on a controversial issue. YHN's Jay Holland reports. Friday, Governor Kay Ivey's re-election campaign released its latest television advertisement of the 2022 GOP primary election cycle wading into the battle over culture. The 30-second spot outlines Governor Ivey's efforts to combat the cultural left's intentions surrounding the very divisive issue of transgenderism. For YHN News, I'm Jay Holland. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Alabama was one of 44 large employers awarded the prestigious Business Group on Health Best Employers Excellence in Health and Well-Being Award. The award is given to companies that have shown outstanding commitment to advancing employee well-being through comprehensive and innovative benefits and initiatives. Blue Cross was specifically recognized for its Be Well program that promotes emotional, financial, physical, and social wellness. For more Alabama stories, go to yellowhammernews.com. I'm Scott Chambers. You are listening to YHN News. We've all fallen into boring routines. We just keep doing what has to get done. Isn't it time to escape the old routine and make time for yourself? Make time to go out with old friends. Make time to add excitement back into your life. Make time to feel like a winner again. Life is more fun when you live it. So what are you waiting for? Escape every day at Wind Creek Casino and WindCreekCasino.com. 256 Today is smart news for smart people. 256today.com is the place for the latest news on business, government, education, and community in North Alabama. 256today.com is a dedicated local team reporting the news that impacts your daily life. We live here, we work here, and we play here. Join us at 256today.com. We are smart news for smart people like you. WKMC. Oh, good morning, everyone. As we go through your Monday and really the rest of the week, it's going to be what we call unsettled, meaning periods of showers and thunderstorms. They could happen most likely in the afternoon, but don't be surprised if we have a few morning showers and thunderstorms as we go through the week. High temperatures, upper 70s and lower 80s. 
For today, better thunderstorm chances coming this afternoon. I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Chief Meteorologist Brad Travis on WKAC. Flanagan Heating and Air, serving limestone in Madison counties for over 20 years. Your needs and preferences combined with the proper focus on safety, efficiency, and reliability is their priority. Free quotes on new equipment. Free second opinions on catastrophic failures. Always open for service and repair calls. Call Flanagan Heating and Air, 256-321-0781. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. If you've got a question or comment, let us know by calling 232-6828. Tennessee Valley Spotlight continues now on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and I am pleased to have with me in the studio office Ben Harrison, whom I've known for, man, 20 years at least. We we fellowshiped with a lot of the same people, and I've um, been, I've had the pleasure of interviewing him several times as he has served our county and has appeared in Athens now, and he's going to be appearing one more time on the front cover of the paper, which will be coming out this Friday. So, Benjamin, welcome. Thank you, Allie. Thank you for having me on your show. It's my pleasure. Okay, so... We've talked about denting the universe. We always do. We always talk about things that we can do to leave behind a good legacy. And so you you went through a process whereby you went from working hard as a county commissioner right. and decided that you wanted to make a difference for the state of Alabama and the people of North Alabama. So what I'd like to start this part of our time together off with is... Tell us, please, some of the things that you felt when you left office that you felt like, yep, I worked hard and we got this done. What are some of the things that you're the most pleased with from that time that you were a part of the Limestone County Commission? Well, um, first off, uh, when I came into when I came into office, one of the first things that I worked on was uh, getting a, a water bill repealed. Uh, it was a bill where the county commission uh, they got they requested it be passed by the legislature back in 2008, and um, it was gave water regulatory rights to the county commission. Um, and a group of us went before the commission at the time back in 2008 before I ever thought about getting into politics, and say, hey, this is a bad bill. Uh, it's kind of an open-ended bill. Um, you know, kind of like how the gas tax could keep growing and growing and growing. So right, that right. same idea, okay? And uh, and and they and interesting enough, the uh, Forestry Commission, or Forestry Association, recognized it was a bad bill, and they got an exemption for their forestry operations. And then uh, Alpha got an exemption for farming operations, and they recognized it was a bad bill. But who protected the individuals and uh, residents? Uh, water rights. Um, so uh, I began, when I came into office in 2012, at the end of 2012, I started working on that and uh, met with the fellow commissioners and uh, showed them how, how bad this could be. Mm-hmm. And they Where agreed. Where it could go right. if it were left unchecked. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they agreed with me. We wrote a resolution, uh, gave it to the local delegation, and, and got that law repealed uh, in the following session. So that's one of the things that you feel like when you when your when your time with the commission was finished, you felt like you had really gone to bat for the people of Limestone County right, in your district. Right. Okay, yeah, defended their rights, defended their property rights. Mm-hmm. Um, because I always say that, uh, uh, and I mentioned this that from the Constitution that the uh, sole object in Article One, Section Thirty Five, says that the sole object and only legitimate end of government is to protect the individuals and in the and the enjoyment of life, liberty, and property. And when government assumes other functions, that's usurpation and oppression. Mm-hmm. And that's in our that's in our Constitution. Yeah. Most people don't know that. No, but yeah, you know, most people, if you were going to rattle off Section 1, you know, paragraph, they'll just kind of blow you off. Right. Because at most, they, they know the preamble. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Right. And that's in the Alabama Constitution of uh, 1901. And uh, uh, that's important. And everybody, every elected official, Every appointed official 
takes an oath to support that Constitution, mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't even know what they're taking an oath to support. Mm-hmm. And so that's the purpose of government, is to protect the enjoyment of, of, of life, liberty, and property. And so I, I take that very seriously, and that, that's one of the first things that I did. Uh, another thing uh, that I did is, is when I, I recognized right when I came into office, uh, well, before I did, I came in and looked at the available money that I that we would have to work on roads and the cost. And uh, there was a great gulf in between. And so uh, I had to apply some of the things that, that from private industry, what we do, uh, lean manufacturing techniques and, um, and, and trying to get that gulf uh, bridged. Uh, the only way that we we're going to be able to do that, that I saw, because you'd never be able to raise uh, taxes to, to bridge that gulf, is you've got to work on cost. Mm-hmm. And so I Waste, started, fraud, and abuse, as yeah, we always waste. heard about in Iraq. And we're going to have to take a break. And when we come back, what I would like, please, is for you to tell folks what caused you to make the shift... And and go for it here when it comes to running for state house because that's a that's a step and yep. um, I I know you well enough to know some of the reasons but I want our audience to hear so when we come back we're going to hear that part of the Ben Harrison story this is Allie Turner this is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show and we'll be back right after this break. If you've got a question or comment for WKAC, give us a call 24-7 on our listener line. That number is 256-434-1080. We'd like to hear your ideas, your likes, and, yes, your dislikes. Call the WKAC listener line at 256-434-1080 and leave us your message. If there's something we do that you enjoy, or if you've got a suggestion about something you think we can do better, call us anytime at 256-434-1080. The listener line. We're waiting to hear from you at 1080 WKAC. River City Roofing Solutions is locally owned and operated by brothers Chris and Michael Muse. What sets us apart from other companies is the fact that our knowledge in the industry comes from nearly a decade of hands-on experience installing shingles, metal, and flat roofing material. With years of inspecting, training, and managing, we have mastered every aspect of the roofing process. www.rivercityroofingsolutions.com 256 274-8530. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Give us your thoughts by calling 232-6828. We're back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. If you are just joining us, I'm Allie Turner. And I have with me in the studio Ben Harrison, who is running for Alabama State House from District District 2 here in North Alabama, and we've been talking about what really caused him to want to take this new step. He served as a commissioner, and going to state houses, uh, that's, that's a much bigger step. So tell us about the thing, your trip to Montgomery that changed everything. Well, I went down to uh, Montgomery uh, when they were considering the gas tax back in 2019 and uh, spoke at the public uh, comment section of uh, the, the House Transportation Committee's hearing there on the gas tax. And, I, you know, I basically told them, I said, look, I mean, I understand that there's a big gulf between, between the cost of things and the revenue, uh, but the they were only dwelling on the tax side of the issue uh, equation, and my training was on cost side of the equation. And I, I said the only way that we're going to ever get our, get our um, balance that equation is to work on the cost side of the equation. And uh, I gave them a list of things uh, that needed to be addressed 
and um, that would possibly even more than compensate for the for the gas tax that were raised because the waste in that system is is it's not 10 20 30 percent it's multiples mm-hmm. and, um, and and it needs to be addressed but so what was your what was your re- uh, reception? How did, how did they feel <laughs> Rather, about yeah, they Ben Harrison saying, uh, yeah. "Fellas, you need to clean it up." Yeah, uh, they didn't. They didn't like that. And, <laughs> well, they still typically don't. Like don't. Yeah. Right. Well, for a moment, let's let's just do a little bit of background. You know, you do have an extensive private sector experience set of experiences when it comes to this so for people who may not know that part of your story please tell them what you did and why you know what you're doing here well i worked for a kohler uh, company i started out with owens corning fiberglass and then kohler uh, bought that plant and uh, i was a technical services manager uh working my way up to that and we did lean manufacturing toyota and and lean manufacturing is for those of us who don't know uh uh, cutting out the waste i mean basically finding the improving the process reducing the cost uh cutting out the waste uh and the toyota production system um you know it's 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 like that and um and, and and basically it, it is improving the process and making it more efficient where your costs go down and your quality goes up mm-hmm. and that's what we that's what is needed in the uh, road construction okay so you had all those years in the private sector then you were successfully able to apply that that set of experiences that knowledge base to getting things done in the county mm-hmm. and um i remember that you were able to there was a a bridge that was going to be being built in your district and it was going to cost like some bazillion set of no, dollars was, and um, you found a way a, yeah, you ahead. found a way to make it happen and still have the quality that was necessary but at a at a much lower cost how right. did you do that Oh, that was the Grigsby uh, Ferry Bridge. Um, it was a, a quarter million dollar bridge that was designed uh, by an engineer, and uh, it was uh, it, nothing was happening. Like for went three years, and they, nothing was happening for the uh, start of the project. Mm-hmm. And people were on me trying saying, "I thought you said that bridge was going to be replaced." And so I went down there and looked at it, and I said, this isn't rocket science. I mean, why can't we do this with precast concrete pipe? And I went to the engineer, who now is our county engineer, and, and I said, why can't we do this with concrete pipe? Uh, it's a big pipe. I mean, six-foot mm-hmm. diameter, three rows of it. Uh, and he says, you can. And I asked him, well, why did you design a quarter-million-dollar bridge? And he, was, he said, well, I was told to design a, a bridge. Uh, so you need the right solution for the problem, and uh, I said, "Well, I pulled it out of the program and did it myself for thirty-two thousand mm-hmm. dollars." And uh, that is a chunk of change. Yes. I mean, in terms in terms of of savings, that's that's wild. Yeah, yeah, and and that's not uh, and and that's not an isolated right. incident. I mean, that's uh, there was uh, I did about three other projects and uh, with. And then the last project, I've, I was going to pull it out of the program. It was a highway safety improvement program. And uh, it started out uh, three years prior as a $110,000 project. And by the time the final designs and everything was done, it was 334000 And I could have probably done that. And, and all it was was correcting the super elevation on, on the road, on an 1,800-foot stretch of road. And probably could have been done for forty or fifty thousand, mm-hmm. but I was told if I pull that one out of the program, that I'd never get another grant. And so, no, you know. we're having fun now, are we? Oh not? yeah, yeah. They, they know how to, uh, you know, get get what they want. Sure. Well, let me ask you something. And this, I promise you, this is not a gotcha statement. I am married to someone who has those same kinds of instincts. Steve Turner is just amazing at being able to find ways to do a quality project frugally. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between frugality and parsimony, okay? Right. I'm sure you've had a lot of allegations that you're just kind of some doctor no that doesn't want to do anything because you, you're holding the purse strings so tightly, okay? No. I'm, no. I, and being married to somebody who 
uh, see, I, I get this from personal experience, mm-hmm. and I'm also the daughter of a Boeing engineer, so I feel like I'm in kind of a position to ask you um, a pointed but friendly question. Okay, how do you answer people who have kind of the perception of endless deep pockets and we just we just keep throwing money at a solution? How do you answer their allegation that you are... I don't know, Doctor No, kind of a stick in the mud. You won't, you won't open up the purse strings. What do you say? Well, uh, you know, people don't understand that if you open up the purse strings, that's going to result in higher taxes, and it's going to reduce their personal freedoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, people have the right that their tax money be spent wisely mm-hmm. uh, and not uh, and not wastefully. Uh, and we need what we need is free market solutions yes. instead of uh, rigged markets. I mean, and the, and there's been such consolidation in the road construction market. I mean, there's uh, we used to have three uh, in North Alabama here. Now we have one, and so there, there's consolidation. And we need those people. We cannot. Uh, a lot of my cost savings was pulling stuff in house and doing it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the milling machine that we bought, and uh, we started doing milling and filling ourselves. We, we we would have to pay a contractor $150 a ton to do that. Where if we did the bought that milling machine, we could do it for $58 a ton. Mm-hmm. That's a huge difference. Yes, it is. Uh, the milling machine that we uh, purchased in September, I think we figured it had to someone 4,000 tons. We had to do 4,000 tons to justify it. Well, we did that met that mark sometime in the February of the following year from mm-hmm. se- September to February. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's that's the kind of stuff that we have to do. And it's important to remember that those kinds of, we're not talking about a reduction in quality, if anything. Right, it improves. It, we're talking about an improvement of quality because competition will always, always make things come out better. Okay, we're going to go for another break. And when we come back, this time what I'd like you to talk about, please, for our listeners, is kind of some of the philosophy as far as what constitutes upholding freedoms, government overreach, what kinds of things, if you get elected, what are, what are the things that you're going to want to tackle? So you be thinking about that while we're having the break, and then we'll take it on home. This is Allie Turner. I'm here with Ben Harrison, who is running for... State House in Alabama, District 2, and we'll be back in just a jiff. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. When your clothing needs to be professionally dry cleaned, take it to Classic Cleaners, now with three locations to serve you. Your clothes will be kept looking as good as new with their professional dry cleaning and laundry service. Classic Cleaners also offer same-day service. Tuesday through Saturday. If your clothing has a tough stain, in most cases, Classic Cleaners can remove it without a trace. Bring your drapes, curtains, bedspreads, and comforters to Classic Cleaners. Classic Cleaners also offers wedding gown preservation and leather cleaning. Classic Cleaners now with three locations. Highway 72 East in Lindsay Lane, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. 600 South Jefferson Street, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Highway 72 West in Killen. Open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. This is an Alabama legacy moment. The 375,000 acres that make up the three ranger districts of Talladega National Forest were purchased by the federal government in 1936 as part of an effort to restore clear-cut timberlands and farmlands no longer capable of producing crops. The beautiful reserve includes the 102-mile Pinhoti National Trail System and Alabama's highest and second-highest points, Mount Cheeha and Duggar Mountain. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and the station. 
If you'd like to call the show, just dial 232-6828. Now more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner. I am in the studio with Ben Harrison, who is running for Alabama State House District 2. And in the time remaining, what I want listeners to get a hold of is Ben's intent upon upholding their freedoms in a number on a number of fronts so ben go for it sir well uh, you know that's you know, as i mentioned earlier that's the um, the sole object of government is protect the individual in in life liberty and property their freedoms it, it, that is number one and uh, i feel like that we've gotten away from that uh at the state level and essentially, a lot of the most of the time is dealt with uh, who gets the money, mm-hmm. and uh, your liberties and freedoms. Uh, what good is it to to have all the money in the world if you don't have uh, liberty and freedom? Exactly. And and one thing that I think that needs to be addressed is, uh, you know, we're coming out of COVID. Hopefully, coming out of out of COVID, and uh, you know, people say that were mistakes were made, um, and they're beginning to recognize that and. My thing is that you, what we did in industry is when you make mistakes, you go back and find the assignable cause of those mistakes and change the, change the process so that that mistake never yeah. happens in again. In the military, it's the after-action report. Mm-hmm. If you're in a firefight, you've got to regroup afterwards, whether it was successful or a disaster. Take a look at it, take what you're going to learn, and then figure out what you're going to do next time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of people out uh, door-knocking, and, uh, you know, I, I mentioned the fact that I believe that your health decisions should be made between you and your physician. I agree. Without uh, coercion, intimidation, threats, mandates, um, that, that that choice is ultimately your, uh, your choice, but it's your responsibility for the outcomes of that choice. Yes. Yes. Both things have to be in place. Right. And so uh, I think that we need to go back and uh, see what the government's response to the mandates have done to their liberties and freedoms. Uh, it certainly has done violence to all three of those. Life, you know, and, and not people think the right to life is just the, the, the newborns. I mm-hmm. mean, what, what about the elderly, too? Yes. Life, liberty, and property. I mean, it, you know, businesses were destroyed because of the government's response to the to the mandate to mm-hmm. the covid crisis and so uh, we need to learn from that and go back and correct it where that can't <laughs> that can't happen again and that's uh, that's very important to me and i want to work with the uh, uh the representatives uh, down there to craft a response to that i would think that would be a, a very important thing to get in place um all right if we weren't having to deal with COVID, let's just say that that whole weird last two years was, and I realize it's up, it's front and center. I get that. Mm-hmm. If we weren't having to deal with COVID and it were just sort of normal times, whatever those are, and you were heading down there, what would be one of the first things that you would like to do? Well, uh, if it was normal, uh, the, the cost of government and waste within government is is dramatic, and you will, I, I can tell from my experience, you will never have the degree of um, uh, cost containment that you will would have in a free market. In, in right. I mean, it's not going to happen. We're just down there. We're temporary managers, and uh, sometimes the bureaucracy only tolerates us, and, and uh, they just wait till you, you Until, go on. Yeah. And, uh, Put you out to pasture and right, get somebody right. else in, yeah. Uh, but there is dramatic uh, changes that I think that could be made. And the main thing, it, just keeping government out of areas of people's lives that it has no business to be in in the first place. I agree. Now, and, if you mm-hmm. are interested in hearing Ben speak, go to McCandless Hall on the Athens State University campus at 4 Mm p.m. today. The Chamber of Commerce is going to be sponsoring a debate, and you'll get to see the man in the flesh speak from his heart, and you decide who you are going to vote for on May 24th. Ben, thanks for being with me. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we will see you next Monday.
You've been listening to Tennessee Valley Spotlight. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to it on demand by going to WKAC1080.com and looking for the Tennessee Valley Spotlight link. Join us again next week for another Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC.